welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 15, Episode 16, titled Grand Finale. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one mysterious co-host. First, from the podcast Bravo Bravo, effing Bravo, please say... He's got bad knees. Oh, you've got bad knees. (laughs) To Mr. Nathan Patrick Brown. Hello, Nathan. Hi, Joe. Um, my knees haven't had any complaints yet. Well, I know one knee that hasn't had any complaints. Your wee knee. Anyway, oh, I'm at the Haha Cafe on Lancashire in North Hollywood, May 2nd. Please come out and support. Um, Nathan Patrick Brown, how, how are you feeling? How what are the feelings you're having for this being like the last episode for you for season 15? You know, for, yeah. This is the last time we're going to be together for a while. You know that photo of Nicole Kidman where she's just divorced Tom Cruise and she's walking out of, like, the lawyer's office and she's free and she just takes the huge breath? That's what I feel like. Oh, really? Was it really hard for you this year? Oh, no, I've had a wonderful time. I've had a wonderful time. I just feel this sense of achievement and closure. Yeah. And you'll have your Saturdays free again. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, your Sundays. You'll have your Sundays back, even though it's Saturday for you today. It's usually been your Sundays. Do you know, this really hasn't impeded on much of my social life, to be honest with you. Um, oh, really? It's been quite because easy. Because the guy who was in your chair before this almost died from doing a show. <laughs> he, I, I, I heard about it. It was like, when the reason he <laughs> left ahead. the chair, he, he left with tears. But it was just like, it was so hard <laughs> that he had to walk away because it was like ruining his marriage and everything. Isn't he doing All-Stars, though? So we're on the up and up. He just needed some time off. Anyway. Um, well, Nathan, by the way, I'm glad you're here. Because if you if you guys weren't... For, if you're not listening to Just Between Us Girls, you're only getting half the story. We covered so much today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it'll be available, you know, right after this at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia over at the executive tier and above. But let's jump right into it, uh, Nathan. It's this week, the Queens of Season 15 reunited to watch the top four queens try their best to win the crown. Lux Noir London, Mistress Isabel Brooks, Anitra and Sasha Colby all performed original numbers with Anitra and Sasha going forward to lip sync for the crown. Malaysia baby doll Fox was crowned Miss Congeniality. Meanwhile, or later, Anitra and Sasha Colby were forced to lip sync for the crown. In the end, Sasha Colby was named... Uh, America's Next Drag Superstar and the winner of season 15. Nathan Patrick Brown, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. I loved the looks on the opening runway. I thought it was a fun way to start, start the show and really set the tone. And I thought everyone looked good, even Selena. Selena's cake look with the slice taken out the back. I'm choosing to believe that that's a reference to her eat my ass F word catchphrase. So I really enjoyed that. Oh, Interesting. The other thing I liked was, surprisingly, all of the useless fluff. Well, a lot of the useless fluff I quite enjoyed. Like, I loved seeing Jinx sing Chicago, not living anywhere near Broadway. Like, that's my only taste of seeing her do that role. So, I really enjoyed that. And, like, I enjoyed the the Bob Mackie segment. Like, I thought, I like this idea of a Lifetime Achievement Award that they might do every season. I, I did think Bob Mackie had died for a few seconds there. But I, I enjoyed that fluff. And the one thing I did not, li- did not like was this wig loose. I didn't need to hear that again. So that's some of the fluff that I would have cut. Although I was glad Orville Peck was there with the live vocals. 
So all around, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good finale. What about you? Oh, good. Uh, I like that it moved pretty quickly. You know, I, I, when when I thought it was almost over, I was like, wow, that, that went by really fast. You know, look, the other thing I like was Sasha Colby was clearly the best one. To me, at least. I mean, we yeah, discussed me this. Too. And so it's always great to see the right person crowned. And then the one thing I didn't like, and I think this is the same thing as you, Nathan, I just didn't like these bad musical numbers. That's wig loose included. But also, I didn't think, with the exception of Sasha's original number, I thought the other three were pretty lackluster, if I'm being honest. Yeah, there was a clear standout. So that was my hot take. Well, let's jump right into it, Nathan. Like, why are we going to waste time, you know? Hey. Uh, The entrances. The queens of season 15 walked down the runway in the order of elimination. Next, RuPaul walked out serving cake and candy. She started the show by giving a shout out to gay bars across the country. I didn't originally have a talking point here, but why don't we actually discuss here? Uh, did you have anything to say about any notable moments you want, besides Selena, that you want to talk about with the entrances? Anything you wanted to say? Uh, well, I thought it was interesting that Rue was moving less than ever. You know how you've you've performed what Rue's like when Rue dances, and it's a look this way, a look that way. This was just standing still, which kind of can't. Yeah, that bitch cannot <laughs> move anymore. No, She's no. not moving at all. Uh, and I enjoyed Aura's big fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with the fan, I kind of wish the font was a little bit more legible because I thought it was like, drag Khan is not a cram or something like that. I, I, it took me a while to figure out what it said. And then I felt stupid not getting it straight away. Yeah. But if you look at old RuPaul uh, performances, she never really was a dancer. She was always kind of a stand there and, you know, stand in point kind of drag queen. Um, yeah, I had trouble reading Aura's fan as well. I had to pause it and saw that it said mm. drag is not a crime. Um, I also like how RuPaul, I mean, queen of the segues, RuPaul, where she comes out and she's like, <laughs> um, oh my God, drag is under attack. In fact, we're going live from gay bars all over the country. And they start pop showing all these videos of gay bars all over the country. And she's <laughs> like, and you can help too. Uh, we've put a QR code, which, by the way, RuPaul has no idea what that is. We've put a <laughs> QR code in the bottom right of the screen. Just follow that QR code to go to the website and donate some money to the ACLU Legal Defense Fund. Now, I paused there. But in reality, you said to go to the Legal Defense Fund. And speaking of Legal Defense Fund, we're going to go <laughs> to my judge. It was so, it was like, so I don't even want to deal with this. It was like, go to the Legal Defense Fund. Speaking of someone who needed defense, Carson Chrysler, how's your ass? <laughs> it was like really like that shocking and horrible of a segue. It was so bad yeah. that I, like, I mean, I'm like, wow, even one second in, I'm typing um, this in. Here's the other thing, too. People might think that this is going to sound like sour grapes, but it really isn't. I'm so glad I didn't go to this live finale. So glad. Mm. Because to, to, to give you a po- the case in point, when I went to season nine, the live finale, and we're, I'm getting somewhere with this. When I went to the season nine live finale taping, I was so sick of these boring ass finale taping mm-hmm. that I um, they let me sit wherever I wanted. And so I sat where I positioned myself next to an exit because the only part i really liked going were the were the entrances of the other queens and yeah. rupaul come that whole beginning part it's the only part i ever liked so i said you know what i'm just gonna watch that because i already done the red carpet i'm gonna watch that but that's when they told us that before the show started like don't this is a brand new different thing that's when they mm. were introducing lip sync for the crown 
And that's when I saw Sasha and that amazing thing. I stayed. Thank God. And then every year that I loved it. It was it was great. It was a great live experience. Mm-hmm. But now they've gone back to the boring one. And I'm so glad I didn't go. So glad I would have been stuck there listening. Because you know, when you see these interviews of the drag queens, we only see like a minute or two. The reality is that RuPaul talks to them for like 15 minutes each, 10, 15 minutes. And you're like, oh God, right? It's bullshit. Stupid bullshit. Yeah. You're there all night. Because the other thing too that you should know when you go to the live finale is there are very clearly favorites in the house. Oh, I could tell already. I'm sure Robin Fierce got a, like a... Whereas like Sasha got a loud roar. But yes. for some reason, and I don't know why they do this, they totally level everything out so everyone sounds exactly the same. I don't even know why mm-hmm. they capture crowd noise because they don't really ever use it. Yeah. Uh, it's just like all the same level. So like it sounds like every drag queen gets the same level. So when you heard it, you're like, oh, they totally took the balls out of this. You can even tell by watching the crowd that it was much louder for certain drag queens than it was for the ones you were seeing. But the way you look, if you looked at it, uh, uh, Jax got the same amount of, of uh, applause as like Anitra. I do have a question for you. Yeah, sure. When you've been to the um, recordings of the finales before... Is Rue standing up or is she on a really tall, tall stool and she's sitting? Because when she's interviewing the queens, I noticed she was so much taller than the rest of them. And I was like, is she on her feet or is the dress covering a chair? She's very, very tall. She's just tall. No, she's very tall. But two, and I've talked about this, I don't know if on this show, but I've talked about it with people. This is a surprisingly short cast. The whole cast is kind of short. Oh. So... We've seen them, and they're all around the same level. But the reality is, is they're all actually really small. Like if you saw at the end, when which I've it's I've never seen anything like this. When Sasha, when the, like Sasha looks so little next to RuPaul. Mm. But I will say, in years past, the queens haven't been that small. This is actually a small cast. It's very strange. They're all they must cast for a height too, so no one's really much bigger than the other. And they maybe went for a short cast this year. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah, because uh, have you ever seen I've been other seasons where the queens are was like a really tiny queen and a really I guess Fifi was short too. Little Kenya Michaels. I don't know. They're they're, they're not tall. Yeah, they're not a tall cast. Mm. All right. Uh, the first original number performance was by Anitra. She performed in an original number called Lotus, and then later we met her father and stepmother. Your thoughts on Anitra, Nathan Patrick Brown? Oh, I loved Papa Anitra trying on her wigs and talking about mm-hmm. like a parent should just support the I almost cried like I didn't but you know that sometimes you get that thing in the back of your eye where you're like I could cry if I pushed it but I didn't really but I don't no but a supportive parent on TV just gets me oh really but your mom seems like she's very supportive oh yeah my parents are great too but um I've never heard about your dad my dad's great too um well my one t- I don't know if I want to get into this but I did drag once and I, I, I wasn't used to walking in heels. So I fell over, hurt my ankle, went to hospital. Dad came to visit me at the hospital and he said, what are you wearing? Oh my gosh. So I cut him out of my life for a few years, but after that point, super supportive. Yeah. Oh, you know, this is really weird. That's a very similar story to Mistress Isabel Brooks. You know what? It kind of is. It kind yeah, of is. Yeah. Well, it, I was thinking right now, that sounds really familiar. Oh, you guys should, you guys would really relate if you ever talked to each other. So anyway, you were saying yeah. about your mom and your dad and really supportive family make you cry. Yeah, but seeing supportive people on TV, I love it. And okay, Anitra's dance, her number I thought was good. 
at the time I sort of felt like she was maybe saving herself for the final lip sync because it didn't seem like she went all out. Did you think she did? No, I didn't think so, but I didn't think about it in that way. I was just like, oh, they're just for, so the 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 dance numbers and the original numbers seem so choreographed and so planned. I just that's what I chalk it up to. But I will say with Anitra's number, I was really distracted because I don't know if you know, but there was a little bit of a drama with Anitra's number during the, during the taping. Do you know about this? Oh yeah, someone broke a leg when they. I don't know if they broke a leg, but when they were taping, and a dancer got injured during the taping. So I think they had it like take the dancer out, rework the choreography, and do it with only five dancers, I'm assuming. Maybe there were supposed to be six. And so maybe this weird hesitation or pulling back that you saw was just a direct sort of like shock from what happened. I don't know. So do we think that's a real rumor out of the reunion? It's not some fake thing? No, 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 no. It's 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 real. There were like, people took secret hmm. photos in the theater and all this stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's real. When I heard the rumor, I thought like, that would have been worse if, like, Anitra was last. But since she was obviously first, mm-hmm. all the queens are sort of the same level of disadvantage. I mean, it's worse for Anitra if it happens during her number, of course. But because I looked and they all had the same amount of dancers. Yes, I was looking too. And then I even went back and looked to see, were there originally six dancers with Rue? But Rue only had four. So we wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I couldn't solve that problem either. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there were supposed to be six. Have you watched The White Lotus? I have not watched it yet. Should I watch it? Oh, well, you sort of missed the boat on it. Maybe watch next season. But T.S. Madison, she says you were the- Why can't I go back and watch the previous seasons? Well, who are you going to talk about it with, with it, Joe? There's no water cooler conversation about the White Lotus anymore. You've missed it. Meh. I'm going to tell you something, though. I more watch movies than I watch uh, tele- television shows. Television. And I'm a big fan of this Criterion collection, okay, where they show, like, you know, artsy movies. And they have, like, they'll have, like, playlist they put together like a collected so there's one actually that I was watching starting today called erotic thrillers right all these old classic films oh yeah and there was this one that had a description for the movie uh dress to kill and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything i'm not gonna talk about anything but i do want to say the description for the movie was like classic cinematic masterpiece dress to kill directed by brian de palma I think it's like 1980, blah, 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 right? And I'm like, and I'd heard of it. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. This is going to be fantastic. Oh my God, I can't wait to watch this. What a perfect day for this. It's kind of been clo- mm. cloudy and overcast, okay? And I turn on this movie and the opening scene, the husband, it's a steamy bathroom. The husband Ooh. shaving in front of the mirror. Okay. Angie Dickinson, the actress, is in a steamy shower. Nude. Ooh. She's nude, <gasps> Right. And the water is falling on her. And then... You got a bonus? She's staring lovingly at her... She's stopping... No, she's staring lovingly at her husband. Yeah. And then she... I'm not even joking. You're going to think, oh, this is... He's being funny. She starts going like... (laughs) Against the glass? Yeah. And then she... Then they show... And she's like rubbing. And she's going, ooh, ooh. And then she takes... She starts fingering. And she's like, ooh. Oh, my God. And like fingering her, her vagina... And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is the classic film? <laughs> it was so stupid. It was so incredibly stupid. I was immediately already like, how stupid this was. So White Lotus. <laughs> so T.S. Madison says, Anitra, you're the Porsche of this White Lotus. Which is not a compliment because Porsche is like the most unfashionable daggy character. So I was, I, I don't know if. T.S. Madison's seen the show. Who played it? Jennifer Coolidge? Who, who played her? It's Jennifer Coolidge's assistant. 
Oh, she's not a, she's not attractive or anything. Well, I guess she's attractive, but she's she dresses like a dowdy little thing. Um, so I just thought that was a really like intri- Like, did someone write that line for her? It's not. If I was a nature, I'd be like, excuse your fucking mouth. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe Nietzsche didn't know who she was. I don't know. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, I didn't watch White Lotus. I couldn't, I couldn't have the water cooler conversation with you. When we, but everyone at home, oh my God, they're so enthralled by what you said. When we come back, we are going to discuss the rest of the episode. We'll be back right after this. We are back. We are back with uh, Lux. Uh, next, uh, Lux Noir in London took the stage to perform her original number. It's giving fashion. During the interview segment, we met her mother and Lux's boyfriend. Uh, Nathan, any thoughts on Lux? I kind of like this song. Like, I know a part of me knows that it's terrible, but I love mm-hmm. a song with shitty lyrics where they're just repeating a list of things. And yeah. I enjoyed it. So, I think... Like, if Lux wants to compete for third or fourth place, I think she gets third place because her song was better than Mistress's. You know, I made a stupid mistake during the commercial break whenever I had a moment <laughs> to go on Reddit during the mm. live commentary. I lost about 10,000 brain cells doing that <laughs> because they're all so stupid. What did they say? It's just stupid shit. This is, well, no, no, this isn't stupid. This is a valid opinion where people were arguing about... Whether they're like Lux better or Mistress better, and they were ranking, and, and everyone had. That's no exactly what there. I just did. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there were a lot of people who thought uh, Lux ate, you know, and that she was better than Anitra. <laughs> there was a lot of low opinion of Anitra on her number, and mm. um, loving Mistress. Or some people hated Mistress. Mistress's number was the most controversial, but we're not there yet. But people seem to genuinely enjoy Lux's. I thought it was very lackluster and mediocre. I didn't think it was that great. And I thought it really showed Lux's weaknesses as a performer, if, you, if I'm being honest. I didn't think it was that great. I, Did you think it was fashion? It may have been fashion, but there was no charisma. Oh. And I don't think it was unique. Oh. Took, I didn't think it took any nerve. Or, did you see any sort of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, or talent in that, in that number? You know what? I kind of did. I've got the lo- Lux okay. delusion. I I enjoy it. I knew she was never going to fucking win. So I just said to myself, just enjoy it, Nathan. Just enjoy it. And I did. All right. So I've never seen this Lux cry. And then all of a sudden the interview, she's crying. And I'm like, I don't really buy it. I feel like she saw that people were reacting to crying and the other people, because it was such a crybaby cast, but she never really cried. That I'm like, she probably like, I got to cry. Because hmm. like, all of a sudden she's crying. I'm like, why? Yeah, I can see that. Like, I can see her thinking that that's the next level that she needs to bring to the runway. Also, trend alert, lifting queens in the air. This is the, so far, this is the second time this has happened. And all the dancers are picking up all the queens. <laughs> and that's a trend? It's a trend this episode. Like, we have to pick the queen up. This is a new thing? It's a new brand new thing. <laughs> it is invented this season. Um, by the way, so after the performance, RuPaul goes, let's go to the judges. And they go to Michelle and Michelle has that look on her face. Like she, like Ru just caught her doing something and she's, her eyes are super big. And I think she must have a thumb. She must have taken a class or something that's told her advice 
not to blink on camera because she's just like Lux, <laughs> and she's not blinking. And she's like, "That performance, you did Jersey proud." You, and I'm like, "Oh my god, blink!" Bing. It was making me anxious that she wasn't blinking. I couldn't start and from blinking. Has she been elected the mayor of Jersey, or did I miss that? I don't know. Uh, so for some reason, Michelle Visage now is uh, the governor Christie. And like, I, I get people move for their jobs and stuff, but like, she keeps. She's like, you made this Jersey girl proud. Like, it's her whole personality that she's from Jersey, but you don't live there. You know, that seems to be a Jersey thing, if I'm being honest with you. That seems to be a thing that Jersey people do. New Yorkers do it, too. Ah. Next, we find, finally, my last note is we meet Lux's boyfriend. Can you imagine being Lux's boyfriend? I think I would want to. What's wrong with that? Because the bitch probably doesn't stop talking about herself and how amazing she is. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You're in the car and she's just going. Lux seems like the kind of person who's just yammering on in the car. You're driving. You're just going to like, you know, some the 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 Atlantic Casino or whatever it's called, right? The Jersey Shore. You're driving to the Jersey Shore with Lux. And she's just like yammering away. And then I was talking to Mistress. And I I told Mistress, like, um, I'm the, I'm obviously the best one in the cast. Like, I don't know why they're even going to have a finale. She just gives <laughs> me the crown. I mean, like, honestly, do you, don't you agree? Whatever your name is, my boyfriend. But, but, but like, like, just, I just imagine Lux. <laughs> I haven't hear every single time this Lux going on about how rad she is and how amazing <laughs> she is over and over again. I just, I just would drive my, it would drive me crazy. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on Lux, Nathan? Did we, did you give, did you everything out? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, next, after a tribute to Bob Mackie, Mistress Isabel Brooks performed her original number, Delusion. During the interview segment, we met her drag mother, the legendary Chevelle Brooks, and Mistress's best friend Stephen. Any thoughts on Mistress Isabel Brooks, Nathan? So I thought this song had the most fun concept in that it tied into her catchphrases, her catchphrases and her story arc. And yet it was a lot of standing still. Like RuPaul moved more than her. And so I thought it was a bit shit. Well, I mean, Mistresses dance better in her lip sync for your life than she did tonight. You, when you're a fat person, you really only have so many moves. You're going to hump your fucking pussy on the stage. You're going to sh- impress everybody by doing a really shitty split on the stage. And then uh, she does that thing where she like moves her titties up and down, and she's really proud of that. Mm, she loves I that. love that Anitra was doing her number and a dancer got injured, but no one was injured lifting Lux. That is, to me, the miracle of season 15. L- lifting Lux? No, lifting Mistress. Did they lift Mistress? No, they, they lifted Mistress, yeah. Okay, now let's think about the Bob Mackie. You said Lux. Oh, no, cause, oh, did I? Oh, whatever. Same person. But still on Mistress Before Bob Mackie, um, you could sort of tell with this interview with Rue that she wasn't progressing to the final two. Like, did you get that vibe as well? Because it was sort of very surface compared to what Rue was like with Anitra and Lux. Well, look, here's the deal. I-, I told you, they interviewed them for like 15 minutes. And so it could be uh, anything, yeah. you know. Um, what I would say is there are some people, again, going back to this past season finales, who really don't shine during the interview. Like, I remember in season seven, Ginger's interview was very boring. Really? Uh, Yeah. It was very, very... She was very, very... It had that sort of desperation of pick me. And she was picking it very seriously. I think you have to be a little Mm. bit 
kind of funny. Um, but also, like, you know, just from a television perspective, I just knew Mistress and Lux were not going to go through. Because ultimately, you know, it's going to be someone lip-syncing for the crown against yeah. uh, Sasha Colby. Yes. And if you have Mistress or Lux lip-syncing against Sasha Colby, then you might as well just tell the audience Sasha wins. You know? At least with Anitra, there's a little bit still an element of mystery. Like, what are they going to do? Mm. But, um, but yeah. So I, I knew from the beginning, like, oh, they're... Mistress and Lux are out. No matter what happened. Yeah, yeah. I think Mistress did like a, a pretty like okay job. I didn't think Anitra's was that great. So I don't know. Um, I want to go back to the Bob Mackie thing for a second. They do this whole number. And again, going back to remember I was talking about the fake audience stuff? Mm-hmm. There is no way the fucking 18-year-olds in the theater knew who Carol Burnett was. Oh, yeah, I don't think right? so. But they do you know who Carol? Yeah, do you know who Carol Burnett is? Nathan? Yeah, I don't know if she's an, uh, only an American star or whatever. I mean, I okay. don't think she's talked about daily in Australia, but we we have an awareness. Yeah, no, no. But a clip of Carol Burnett came on, and you heard like the audience go, "Yeah!" <laughs> I'm like, uh, I think if you had like Taylor and me in there, you might hear yeah. that, but not these 18 year old twinks who are excited to see Anitra. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. They're not applauding for Carol Burnett. By the way. I love how the Bob Mackie stuff. They showed every fucking clip of him on this drag race. Uh-huh. But they didn't put the most iconic clip of him. What's that? When he's holding the drawing pad and sketching when the bus comes by in season five and he waves at the bus. <laughs> yeah, that's the most iconic one. Yeah. I'm getting my life on this bus. Yeah, getting my life on this bus. Celebrities waving back at me. <laughs> the Bob Mackie is there, like, like he's on the street of Hollywood Boulevard, just sketching a dress, and then sees a bus of drag queens. And he's like, "Hi, hi." <laughs> I, wa- I wanted to see that clip. They didn't put that clip in there. Do you like the concept of uh, every year they award someone? I like the concept. I don't think they're going to do that. I think that there's some sort of Wow Presents documentary coming out about Bob Mackie, ah, and they were just plugging okay. that. But if if it were to happen again, who do you think should win? Lady Bunny or some old-timey drag queen. <laughs> okay. So I love how in Mistress's interview, she's talking about how, like, she's she gets emotional and she's meeting all these girls. And they come up to her and they have similar experiences to her. And I'm like, of their mom asking them what they were wearing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I actually did not like mistress's song i put here this song is notably awful i didn't like the song did you like it i liked the concept but not so much the delivery mm-hmm. i wouldn't be listening to it on spotify tonight okay moving on um finally sasha colby performed her original number goddess during the interview segment we met sasha's chosen family i didn't catch their names uh any thoughts on sasha colby nathan i thought her song was the best i really enjoyed her hairography with the four ponytails and how each of the dancers was sort of grabbing onto it. I thought that was really fun. And she did the little neck crack thing, which I love. And I just thought that she won over the room as much as they modulate the cheers for everyone. You could sort of just somehow tell that that whole room adored Sasha Colby. And it, it felt like a lock at this point. Yeah. I feel I agree too. I saw that even though the song wasn't the best song, 
it was the best of those four and the way she performed it and just I'm like, oh, she's won. She just won with this dumb number. She won the whole thing. She was even getting the lyrics wrong. And I was like, she's still slaying this whole thing. She got the lyrics wrong. Um, and then even in the interview, she just did She's It shows where the pageantry pays off because she knew to turn to the audience and talk to the audience. And she, she just seemed, she was acting like the winner. She just carried herself like the winner of the whole thing. All right. Any other thoughts on Sasha Colby, Nathan? No. Yeah, I got to tell you guys listening. Because, you know, sometimes everyone's always looking for... People will tell me, like, oh, the finale. I'm going to look forward to the recap. And I go, I'm telling you, I want everyone to know this. The reunion and the recap, historically, I've been doing this for a number of seasons, are horrible to recap. They're horrible shows to recap because there's a lot of, like, no drama and wasted time. And so how do you give your opinion about a, a dance number? After the break, RuPaul brought out the final four and announced that Anitra and Sasha Colby were moving on to the final lip sync for The Crown. Next, we watched a video package about gay rights. And finally, Leland and Orville Peck with the season 15 queens performed the number built on drag from Wigloose. For Miss Congeniality, it's time to crown her. And season 14 winner Willow Pill came out to share the latest from her reign before she passed the mic to season 14 Miss Congeniality Cornbread, who wrapped an original verse about all the queens in season fi- of season 15. Finally, Mal- Malaysia Baby Doll Fox was crowned Miss Congeniality. And then later, Jinx Monsoon came out with a full band and performed the number When You're Good to Mama from the musical Chicago. Lot to discuss, but yet nothing at all, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, any big thoughts here uh, on uh, everything I just discussed? All the like filler. In it's a lot the, of filler. Lipsing for the crown and the... Yeah. Um, I thought Willow looked amazing. I really liked her entry and I loved that I Hate People song. Now, that's a song that I've actually listened to since the finale last year, whereas I don't think any of these ones I'll be listening to again, but I really enjoyed Willow's song last year. And, okay, Cornbread, good for her to do a rap, like I, her song, like I enjoyed the song. I just don't know why she's got this thing with the animal faces. Do you, like, she's done that a few times. What's, is that her trademark? Because I feel like we don't know much about cornbread. So I don't know if this is a thing. I want to know why RuPaul wasn't there. Is that the first time RuPaul hasn't been there for the Miss Congeniality? Like, where was she? Shit, you know, I didn't even notice she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Willow hosted that whole segment, didn't she? Willow hosted that whole segment. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's weird. Did you like cornbread's number? Uh, I liked the existence of it. I thought it was fun. What did you think? Oh, yeah. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun number. Mistress looked fucking pissed. Because oh. this is after she's lost. And she just looks fucking miserable. She does not want to be there. Looks like pissed. Which is... what? what and, and, I, and I hate to say this. And I know there are probably people who disagree with me. Speaking of drag delusion. <laughs> if I'm being honest. If Mistress and Lux thought they really ever had a chance of being crowned the winner of season 15. That... Is fucking drag delusion. How are you pissed? Like, I don't even thought, I mean, it was, cl- first of all, it was clear Sasha was going to take it with maybe a 5% chance of Anitra taking yeah. it. Yeah. You know? But I feel there was a 0% for Mistress and Lux. And I think it was predetermined. No one thought they were going to take it. I don't even know how you're mad about that. Like, it's just like, being top four was the prize. Yeah. I saw someone compare her face to how Angela Bassett looked when she didn't win the Oscar. Oh, yeah. But Angela Bassett was in with a chance for that Oscar. Oh, who would you have voted for Miss Congeniality? I don't think I would have done Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. I honestly 
could not think of a single person. When they were about to announce it, I was like, oh, who could it be? And then I was like, mm, wouldn't be them, wouldn't be them, wouldn't be them. And then I was, I, I was fucking so lost. I had no clue. I th- yeah. And I thought, yeah, Malaysia sounds right. I thought I, I think I would have done Spice. That would have been fun. I felt Spice was very supportive, very sweet all the time, very nice to the other queens. I thought Spice would have should have been the winner. Hmm. I don't know. That was just my take on it. Um, okay, let's talk about this song, the the the, 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 the Wigglies one. Oh, boy. I like that they had this Leland and uh, Orville Peck out there, but this Leland especially. You know how I have this thing with this Leland, yeah. right? And he's just like just playing the piano, like, like, dun, dun, like, oh, like this. And he's, he is singing this song as if he fucking wrote uh, someone like you or something like that like some serious grammy winning pop song he was doing the lady gaga thing on the piano like singing shallow yeah 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 exactly he was singing shallow at the oscars right and i think he t- this is a stupid fucking musical that's a takeoff on that stupid fucking footloose <laughs> and you're seeing about a bunch of it's a stupid it's just look look the, the the song and the show is what it is, okay? It is what it is. But to go out there and sing this serious fucking song as if you're fucking Stephen Sondheim mm-hmm. and you're performing at the Tonys or something like that, I was like, that is fucking... I was even thinking, like, you know what? This is the, this is the one... This one little one and a half minute segment is the narrow area where I would be like, kids shouldn't watch drag. They should, they should specifically not, they should not allow kids to watch this 90 seconds of drag. Not because I think it'll make them drag queens, because I think it'll give them a wrong impression of how shitty drag can be. You know? Like, they're going to be like, oh my God, they're going to hate drag queens. They're going to be like, this is drag? Oh, no, 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 no. Like, this is awful. I don't ever want to do this. And then later, this Jinx Monsoon comes out with a band. To sing when you're good to mama. And they show this Leland in the audience, you know, clapping excited. And I was sitting there thinking, does this Leland <laughs> watch this Jink sing this classic song from Chicago, you know, and think to herself, um, think to himself, yeah, I'm on the same level <laughs> as these guys. Probably. Do you think he goes, yeah, it's this Broadway number, Candor and Ebb. I it's Candor and Ebb, and then me, yeah. Leland. I just, I just, he just that she goes out there, she sings this song. She does a great job by the way, fantastic. Jinx Monsoon, Queen of All Queens, right? And it, it, and it's so funny is if anything, it did Leland a disservice because you're like, oh, they made it look the way they wrote this song made it look so effortless and so easy and jinx is performing you're like oh this is a classic great broadway number with effortless lyrics with effortless music uh-huh. blah, blah 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 and meanwhile you have this this leland singing this stupid fucking song with the lyrics like he's probably pained over like what rhymes with padding you know or yeah. like some stupid drag queen reference he has to like what rhymes with you know uh, lace front you know, meanwhile, Candor, <laughs> I was like, what a fucking man. I, feel, I felt sorry for this Leland that, that right after this Jinx came out here saying, like, an actually good Broadway show tune. 
Yeah. Not fucking something that wants to be a Broadway show tune. I don't like this Leland. <laughs> I glad the Freddy wasn't there tipping the hat. <laughs> no, I don't like him. And you know what? I gave him his flowers for this song. I said this was the best musical that they've done. And if they would have come out there and sing it like in the stupid way the song is, I would have been like, all right, well, look, it's a stupid song. It's the best musical they've done, blah, 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 blah. But they sang it like they were singing uh, the... <laughs> we are the world. The, the, I'm trying to think of something here. Like the empty chairs at empty tables and they miss her up. Like, <laughs> heavy, like serious song that they were singing, right? Yeah, like yeah. it was like we're... like. Because here's the deal. It's like the, the whole point. It wasn't even like we're just doing this number for uh, just to do this number, right? And have fun. It was like, no, this is for gay rights. Like, mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to be serious for a second. We are rights. It's starting with the trans and starting with the drag queens, but the gays are next. The lesbians are next. You know, we're we're we are in danger. Our rights are in serious danger in this country. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're under attack. That is not a lie. That is real. So to go out there and say we're going to make our anthem for fight against this to be this stupid song from this Leland, <laughs> I I would I would join the other side. I would join the other side. I would start going to libraries and taking out gay books and burning them and stuff like that. I just... <laughs> burning gay books? <laughs> yeah. This, and then... And I don't hate this Orville Peck. God bless him. He's forced to do this. It's all awkward. And but Because you can tell, like, he, you can tell he's not wanting... Like, it's a horrible song. It's not a good song. I mean, it was good in the context of the show, but it's not a good song. No. It's, it's an awful song. Yeah. Even, like, the worst song in the worst musical is better than that. <laughs> you know, I, I, like, I, don't like, I don't like those songs where, like, I don't like those musicals where they're, like, talking and they're, like, like I'm going to go to the supermarket and I'm going to. I don't like it when they sing like that. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I would still listen to one of those songs in this. It's horrible. I'd rather listen to Dr. Dillerman sing something bad in Wicked than Wigglers. Yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to think of a bad musical. What are the musicals that are known for being like? I'll tell you what, I don't know anything from this Beetlejuice the musical. Oh, I love right? Beetlejuice. Is that a musical that make that up? It's so good. I, mean, I don't know anything about that musical. It's, it, oh, it's good. Yeah. Okay. What about what Carrie? About this, uh, Carrie. I, don't know, I can't think. Oh yeah, I know, which I've seen live. Yeah, that's not a good musical, and I would still listen. Well, I might actually wish to listen to Wiggly. <laughs> The point is, but I, I'm not going out on stage and playing like, oh, guys, I'm going to sing this serious number from Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like if I went out there and I was like, bum, put on your Sunday clothes. <gasps> Classic. We're going to ride to town. <laughs> Whatever the stupid lyrics are right after that line. da 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 Da, 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 da. I'm gonna go and buy some weed at the apothecary. I love the da 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 like like, like just and even that was better than what this Leland does. This Leland, what a horrible! This is awful, awful, mate. I agree. I hated that part. I literally started folding clothes. I'm like, I'm not gonna take any notes here. Right. Even though I did see this sugar, didn't know the words. No, she did. See, the sugar's just like, 
Well, who would? You know what? I don't blame her. Why would you learn the words of that horrible song? Uh-huh. All right. Well, it's all come to this. RuPaul summons forth Anitra and Sasha Colby as they battle it out in the final lip sync for the crown. The song, Knock on Wood by Amy Stewart. They both work the stage. But in the end, Sasha Colby was named the winner of season 15 and crowned America's next drag superstar. Nathan Patrick Brown, any final thoughts on the lip sync, the episode or the season? I really kind of liked this. Li- I, I really kind of very gagged. I really kind of very liked this lip sync uh, because even though they had reveals, it wasn't like reveal, reveal, reveal. And they sort of managed to do reveals in a way that felt fresh, which I thought would have been impossible at this point. So I really enjoyed it. But my eyes the whole time were on Sasha. Like when she was lying on that, like for her first outfit, and just, like, eating it up, serving C-U-N-T. I thought it was really obvious she was going to win, but it was still super exciting. Wh- what did you think of Anitra's little, um, was that a magician trick where she pulled the heart and it was, like, a never-ending hanky? Like, were you like, oh, she learned that from the Magic Castle? No, it wasn't just in her outfit. But is that not, like, an, a, an homage to, like, a magician trick? Or is it just fabric? I didn't know what she was. I didn't. Think, I didn't think magic when I saw that. Ah. I was like, oh, look at this fucking bitch, Anitra, be doing magic. I was just like, oh, she's had it in her outfit. Well, I yeah, did, I really didn't even think magic. Ah, uh, see, my mind went to magic for some reason. Uh, did you like the lip sync? You know, I'll tell you what. And I don't blame this Anitra. She had a lip sync a whole bunch of times. Sasha didn't, and it just seems like Anitra was just doing the same trick we've seen a hundred times. Well, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. It's just we saw her. I mean, like you can only have so many fucking tricks. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think Sasha had the advantage of like, we didn't see her as much. I will say it wasn't as close as their previous lip syncs. No, it wasn't even, it was not close. You were like, oh, she's the winner. Yeah. Charisma wise, uniqueness wise, nerve, talent. By the way, friend of mine who doesn't listen to the show, but listens, he watches Drag Race, calls me that day. He goes, do you know what I just, listen to this. He knows I host uh, an award winning <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Podcast. He goes, do you know what I just found out? I just found something out about RuPaul's Drag Race. I go, what? He goes, I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know what charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent stand for? <laughs> yeah, bitch. And I go, no, you got to tell me. And he goes, cut. <laughs> 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 And I was just like, oh, God. Any other final thoughts on the episode, the lip sync, the season, Nathan? All thoughts, everything. Get them out right now. As a season, I thought this was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. I thought Mm -hmm. we had a really Mm -hmm. strong Mm -hmm. cast, especially compared to the last few seasons, which I did not enjoy as much as this season. So I was pretty jazzed about it. It felt like a return to form. I'm going to be honest with you, and this is not a knock towards Willow Pill. She looked great. She was fantastic. She was funny, yada, yada, yada. But Sasha Colby might be the first queen, in my opinion, to really deserve the title of America's Next Drag Superstar since I'm going to go back as far as Bob. Yeah. To be like, really deserve the title. To yeah. really deserve it. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna go all the way back to Bob. I don't think I think Sasha pulled it out in a lucky great lip sync. Aquarius too young. This uh Evie Oddly 
No. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of people in the middle. Simone and Jaden Essence Hall. Yeah. Isn't that your favorite drag queen, Nathan? No. Uh, Willow Willow Pill. No, I mean they they all maybe deserve to have won their season, but to really say this is America's next drag superstar, I think there's only a few that can do that. I think you got your Bob, you have your uh, Sasha Colby, your Bianca Del Rio, your Jinx Monsoon. I'll even say Sharon Needles, even though she's problematic. Raja, and that would be it. I think that would be it for me. Oh well, if you're going to go to All Stars. Yes, Alaska. Well, that's the thing. Like, if they were to do another All-Stars with all winners, now we've got some more competition for someone like Alaska and Bob. Because, like, can you imagine Willow Pill beating, like, Alaska in an all-winners competition? Like, I just can't see that. But with Sasha, you're like, we've got a game on our hands, baby. Yeah, and that's what I thought was weird when Willow Pill was the one crowning Sasha. I'm like, mm. Like, it's weird. Yeah, did Rue get tired? Who knows with her? Who knows? I also thought it was interesting... In that interview, when Rue says, Sasha, what do you see for yourself in your future? And she's like, I'd love to do TV. And I'm thinking, are we setting her up to be Rue's successor? Or will Rue never concede? What do you think? I don't know the answer. But what I'll say is, I they, people have said that. I don't see that. I see it as, I think the smart thing to do and probably what they'll do is have a rotating panel of people who judge. So I think you get rid of your Carsons, your Michelles, and Rosses, and then you have, you know, Alaska, Bob, and Sasha, oh, okay. you know, are the judges. You know, and uh, I, I don't think that... It's more of like a Canada style. Mm. I don't think that they go to one person's one sure. person's show. Uh, any other final thoughts on the lip sync episode of the season, Nathan? That's all, Joe. Okay, no. All right. Well, you know, special thanks before we get out of here to uh, J. Thomas Plank and Deckhead. They really helped us out this season behind the scenes. And so special thanks to them. Anyway, Nathan, Mm -hmm. as you know, we always end every season with a song parody. And we almost we almost didn't have one this season. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I've forgotten. And it's uh, Roberto Mata was the one that reminded me the other day. But I have it. Oh, praise him. We have it. Thank God for Robert. It's a very, very special one. And actually, you know, usually it's been about Taylor. But this one actually is for the girls of season 15. They gave us a great season. They were really good. It's for the girls of season 15. Are you just going to play Cornbread's track? I'm going to play Cornbread's track. No, no, no. And actually, for those listening, I'm going to play one minute right now. And then if you want to hear the whole thing... Uh, wait till the end of the show, and I'll play the kind of. But what if people don't want to hear the whole thing? Right? I did the I did right. the whole song. Wow, I did the whole song. So we're gonna play the first minute, and then if you want to hear the whole thing, wait till the end of the show. Alrighty? Okay. All righty, here we go. The world premiere of the official season fifteen song parody. Just wrapped a season 15. I'm now alone, dancing, you know it, baby. They cast too many queens. Just try <laughs> remembering the names of all 16. A mistress, a sugar and spice. And then there's the other one whose talent was making ice. A Lucy. <laughs> 
Selena and Spice. Oh, holy shit, I said that name twice, baby. I just forgot about you. I, 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 <laughs> I just forgot about you. All right, that's the first minute. If you want to hear the whole <laughs> song, you have to wait until the end of the episode, after the credits, after everything, after all the expensive tier uh, producers and stuff like that. So, um, all right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of. Um, I love how I brought Nathan on to do another thing. We didn't even need him at all. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, you know, Glenn, we actually we actually dropped this parody the next day after recording, and I made Nathan come back on uh-huh. to listen to the record, but then he didn't talk. <laughs> yeah, I just this could have been done without Nathan. I'm thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, all right, all right. Well, that's gonna do it for this season of RuPaul's Drag Race recap. Be sure to join us May 15th when we return. With Taylor the Latte Boy, back in the second chair for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 8. So, for myself, Jay Ellis, Lori Roggenkamp, Javi Mayabe, Jimmy Anti, Robert Mata, Christian Ochoa, Taylor the Latte Boy, and more importantly, my number one man, Mr. Nathan Patrick Brown, please say... Prissy Kissness, America! listening to drag race recap have something to say leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthought media you can also email us at drag race recap at afterthought.media for more drag race and lgbtq content support us over at patreon.com slash afterthought media you can also watch video versions of the show and more over at youtube.com slash drag race recap this podcast was produced by luke stamen and zach birch Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Nathan Brown on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Batance. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Alex S. Anonymous. April Pacheco. Astute Girl. Brad Coley. Carter McKinnon. Corinna Williamson. Doofus Maximus. E. Smith. Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Robin Eganberger, Runner Brandon, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Remembering the names of all succeed, a mistress, a sugar and spice, 
Then there's the other one whose talent was making eyes. Lucy, Selena, and Spice. Oh, holy shit, I said that name twice, baby. I just forgot about you. I, 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 I just forgot about you. Are you Milk or Aja? Dusty Ray, who never loved ya. Amy Winters, Amy Winters, who she now, now, now. I don't recognize you, Sugar Cane or Deja Sky. Penetration, penetration, who she now. Don't you try and pretend uh, You got the skills you need to win it in the end uh, Come on, just give me three guesses Candy Ho or a Kyria Hold on, are you J. Jolie? Uh, Jocelyn Fox, Phoenix or Max maybe uh, This could uh, take me all day I really hope you're Vivian Panay, baby. I just forgot about you. I, 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 I just forgot about you. Are you Deja Sky? I don't know your name. Are you Deja Sky? I don't know your name. Are you Joey J? Are you Joey J? You Sherry Pie. Come on, say your name Will you say your name? Are you la la la? 